0: G'day humans, welcome to the Safe Space of Dangerous Ideas, and I'm taking off from Sydney on a big whiz-bang, fast breakneck tour uh, to Los Angeles uh, and uh, then San Francisco to, uh, to meet up with the Substack. Peeps, and then uh, New York City, and I'm going to Boston, and then I'm going to London. It's going to be a whistle-stop tour, but for the next two weeks, I apologize if uh, content is a little bit spotty. I'll do me best. I'm going on a bunch of podcasts, so you'll see and hear me pop up uh, hither and thither, I hope. Uh, hopefully, I won't be too jet-lagged, too disheveled, and I won't say anything too outrageous. Or maybe I will. <laughs> um, and then I'm coming back and after a brief uh, break with the Winks to Queensland to take them to the Great Barrier Reef for a few days, I will be off on the road with the one and only Douglas Murray for our Australian live tour. Now, let me say a couple of things about this. When my relationship uh, with my radio show, my public radio show on the ABC kind of fell apart, uh, one of the ways in which I sought to expand uh, my this little bit endeavor, this uh, podcast empire, shall we call it, uh, was not just to increase the output of audio podcasts, which I do hope you're enjoying, but to start doing them um, as videos on the old YouTube. Uh, and also to do live events. So those are the three prongs, right? There's the audio podcast. There's video content, which uh, TBC, watch this space. I want to do some more interesting stuff in video than just having a webcam of me gabbing at you. Uh, I sort of feel like every podcast, especially the sort of intellectual heterodox ones, tends to look like it was shot in Jordan Peterson's reading lair. It's all mahogany and books and people seated on pleather. Uh, I'd like to mi- make mine look a bit different. So we're going to play around with a few things and, you know, watch this space. Nonetheless, the third leg of the stool of the Josh Sepp's Uncomfortable Conversations uh, Global Empire uh, Fire Us Off to the Moon and Create a New Civilization Stool uh, are live events where I would bring interesting uh, people from all over the world and we'd have, uh, have conversations. Now, uh, let me preface uh, this by saying that uh, I was watching Oppenheimer, and if you've seen the the motion picture, the great film Oppenheimer uh, by Christopher Nolan, you'll notice that the, the subplot of that is basically about McCarthyism and about the Red Scare and communism and people being hounded for their political beliefs. And one aspect of that that I thought was resonant today, and perhaps I'm reading into it because I'm so obsessed with cancel culture and wokeness, but I, I think it's there is, the kind of forensic picking over of um, people's lives—you uh, know—there's a specifically a relationship in which the uh, the kangaroo court that is finally set up to to try to ensnare Oppenheimer in its McCarthyite red tape uh, finally takes a, a look at. His ex wife and sort of pause over diaries that she might have written 15 years ago to see whether or not she was using words that would indicate that she was sympathetic to uh, the Soviets or to communism. And as we know, through that terrible period of American history, there was uh, a lot of expectation on people to. prove their loyalty. You know, did you say this? Well, I didn't actually mean that, I meant this. And look, I've also said all these wonderful things that are actually really pro-American, so you can't imply that I'm actually anti-American. There was a lot of, you know, are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party and people essentially being forced to pledge allegiance to ideals and um, to demonstrate their Fealty. It was reminiscent of things that the Soviet Union (laughs) was doing uh, to a much much greater degree, because Americans weren't sending people to gulags. But nonetheless, we you know we know what the East German police were up to when they would ask people uh, in you know friendly ways what they thought about this, what they thought about that, and the whole culture was one in East Germany in particular of watching your words, making sure that you. Uh, you qualify everything that you might say that might be mildly controversial or mildly uh, disruptive to the way that the authorities perceive public order with another thing that proves that you're actually on the good side, on the right side of history and you're on the good team. This brings me to the controversy around my events with Douglas Murray. I use controversy loosely because I don't want to blow it out of proportion. But there is a petition as one would expect, entitled Shut It Down, Douglas Murray at the Enmore Theatre. And it uh, has a a picture of Douglas looking like an idiot uh, in a split screen from Sky News with Piers Morgan, who is mid-blink, so he looks like he's asleep, Uh, you know, uh, typical, uh, <laughs> typical gutter way of, uh, of presenting people, and it says the beloved Enmore Theatre in Sydney's Inner West. And for people of you, for those of you who aren't in Sydney, the Inner West is a, it's uh, it's a pretty hippy dippy uh, part of Sydney. It's a pretty woke part of town. It's where I was born. It's where I was raised. It's where I've always lived in Sydney. I love it, but it's a lot of baristas with twirly moustaches. Uh, it's a lot of uh, you know craft cocktails. And uh, so I think there's a they feel the, the petitioners feel that this is adding insult to injury that we're bringing uh, we're bringing conservative voices into such a uh, a sanctuary really and not just conservative voices uh, we're bringing hate we're bringing hate right because anyone who disagrees with you is a peddler of hate the beloved Enmore Theatre and I quote in Sydney's inner west is platforming far right Zionist ideologue douglas murray murray has been providing ideological fodder for israel's genocide in gaza since october 7th uh they don't go on to explain how the genocide is uh is working um uh, what exactly that means that it's been uh, the israelis have been genocidal i'll park that question because some of you might uh, might not be across how ridiculous the claim of genocide is but uh, it, uh, it, the petition goes on to say he will appear as a guest of former ABC radio broadcaster Josh Sepps, whose uncomfortable conversations live tour with Murray goes well beyond what can be called an uncomfortable conversation. Murray promotes hate. See, I told you they'd get to hate. He promotes hate. Why? He disagrees with us. But what, how, how is he promoting hate? Shut up, you idiots. You're a bigot. He promotes hate racism, and genocide. Murray promotes genocide. Genocide. We must not allow this to happen in our backyard. The petition goes on to say local support for this petition can ensure Douglas Murray does not get the opportunity to spread his hate in the inner West. Um, okay. Quick lesson about uh, Western civilization. Uh, in most places, in uh, most eras for most people they have uh, lived under regimes of suppression where the majority has forced minorities not to say the wrong thing this is the norm there is nothing new about what you're doing petitioners there is not, The only new thing is how illiterate you are about what made the Enlightenment the Enlightenment and Western Civilization Western Civilization. The way we arrive at good ideas about things is by hearing the largest number of possible ideas arguing about them, debating them, wrestling with them, and then hopefully at the end of it all we come out with a consensus or a conclusion that is better than the sum of its parts, that the the the, the process of exchanging ideas is what leads to better ideas. Places that don't do that are places like the Soviet Union. People who don't do that are people like Senator McCarthy. Uh, you know, places, religions that don't tolerate that, well, basically all religions don't tolerate that, but the ones that tolerate dissent. The least are the ones like the theocracies of Saudi Arabia. Certainty in the culture is poison. Um, uh, The exchange of ideas is what makes Western civilization uh, the best civilization so far. Um, To the extent that other civilizations flourish and thrive, it's to the extent that they are able to incorporate and to tolerate uh, a free exchange of ideas. The more robust, uh, sorry, the more rigid and defensive uh, um, a culture is, uh, the less it progresses. So it's all very well for you to declare that you think that Douglas Murray is peddling hate. Fine, make an argument against that and go and set up your own uh, event in which you refute all of Douglas Murray's positions. I will be doing a fair bit of refuting of Douglas Murray's positions myself because as this petition fails to notice, I may actually engage with him in conversation that is not just me sitting there like a bobblehead doll nodding up and down while he rants. It will be a dialogue. It will be a conversation between two people. It will be a conversation between two reasonably intelligent and entertaining people, I hope, as evidenced by the fact that both of the shows in Sydney and Melbourne are sold out. Um, let's go to the specifics of what the petitioners say Douglas is guilty of. So they're calling for not only the cancellation of the show, but for the Enmore Theatre to issue an apology to the community for its intention to platform Douglas Murray. So not only do you get to erase from the culture people who you don't like, you get to require collaborators to apologize for ever having intended, for ever having committed the thought crime, the wrong thing, of considering giving them an environment in which they can wrestle with big ideas because the way they wrestle with big ideas is something that you don't like, so you get to call it hate. Um, They accused Douglas of Zionist propaganda. That's one of the two main charges. And hilariously, the second big charge is they accuse him of Holocaust revisionism. They say (laughs) this is because Murray apparently said... To hear the rest of this conversation, go to uncomfortableconversations.substack.com slash listen, and you will get your own personal premium podcast feed with at least three extra episodes of the podcast every month and heaps of extra stuff, including the remainder right now of the fabulous conversation you've just been hearing. If it was worth listening to this much of, don't rob yourself of the rest. Pull out your phone right now and search for Uncomfortable Conversations on the Substack.